It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So nice to be with you today. And uh, I have a, a PhD in organization development, but I'm also someone who's worked at uh, leadership and talent development at General Electric and Hewlett Packard Worldwide. I uh, ran their leadership programs. I'm an author, speaker, and uh, executive coach. And I have a new book out with Moran Barrett called Future Proof Workplace. Now, uh, t- tell us a little bit about uh, this book. Yeah, well, you know, Moran and I were doing a lot of consulting and research, and I have a radio show of my own, actually, and it was very apparent that our clients and uh, uh, gurus, thought leaders, uh, researchers that were on the show, uh, that the things were changing around the world and that the strategies from the 20th century and the industrial era just were not working in the 21st century and people didn't know, leaders didn't know, managers didn't know, organizations didn't know how to quite react and what to do with this rapid and almost warped rapid speed of change. And so, Moran and I did this research, and we really came up with the six factors that have really dramatically adjusted from the 20th century to the 21st century that leaders need to look at and deal with and address in order to have a roadmap um, to deal with the uh, changes around them. We we, we really think this book is a rousing wake-up call and an essential survivor guide um, for any organization and any leader today. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Joins us live here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, Dr. Sharkey, author of The Future Proof Workplace. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about the culture of retirement and how it will evolve with each generation. Well, I think retirement's going to change a lot for people. I-, I don't think people are really going to retire the way they did in the past. Uh, you know, the 30-year career at one company has been gone for a long time, although there are still some people that have them. Um, that That's a thing in the past. And you will not see people working for the same organization uh, five, ten years. What they'll be doing is they'll be working on various projects that may be run by organizations, and they could even be collaborative projects that are run by a number of different organizations, but they'll be much more project-focused and delivery-focused than they will be uh, corporate-focused. And as a result, they will have an opportunity to move around. They will have an opportunity to decide to take a sabbatical. Uh, They will have an opportunity to do internships, apprenticeships. And, uh, you know, as they move on in their career, that pattern is going to continue. So somebody who was born today or was born, you know, 10, 15 years ago, is very likely to work until they're 75 or 80. In fact, we have people today who, who are doing that. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live. Dr. Linda Sharkey is with us. Uh, got an amazing, amazing new book out there. Now, uh, why did you decide to write this book? Hello. Hello, hello, uh, doctor. Why, why, why did you decide to write this book? 
Well, we decided to write this book because people really needed a roadmap and a recipe for uh, and a formula for reshaping their organization for tomorrow's challenges. And a lot of the things that, you know, we have to throw away the HR rulebook, um, it just doesn't apply in today's situation. And I think even in government we're finding that a lot of the rules, the regulations are being challenged uh, for an Internet and a digital world and uh, for communication that no one ever thought was going to be um, working the way it is today. I mean, look at United Airlines. That video dragging that guy off the uh, plane went viral, and United Airlines took a major hit in days because of that. Um, So people need to understand that that people are paying attention. They're looking at what leaders are doing. They're uh, they're, They're paying attention to your values. They're paying attention to the culture that you create in their your organization, and they're making decisions about whether they want to work with you uh, or work with someone else on another project. So you need to be prepared on how to deal with that. Yes. Yes, indeed. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Uh, Attention, millennials, you won't retire. Basically, why sabbaticals are the future of retirement. When's today? Dr. Sharkey. And... Uh, this this book absolutely amazing. Uh, tell us how this unprecedented shift in generational dynamics will impact the workplace for the first time in history. Five generations are in the workplace together. Yeah, five generations are in the workplace together, and more uh, diverse individuals are in the workplace together. Uh, not only from thought, but uh, from all aspects of uh, society of humankind. And this requires, you know, we used to talk about diversity in the 20th century. Now you must have an inclusive uh, environment. You must have people that welcome other people. You must have people that are willing as leaders that don't see um, the nature of work as making them look good and making sure that they're on top. But they have, you have leaders that really care about the people that they are leading and who spend time and focus on their development making sure that they have good and exciting projects to work on that are for the greater good of society, not necessarily for the greater good of the leader. Um, organizations need to be focused much more on uh, the customer and much less on profit, though profit is important, no question. Everybody's got to make money. But the 20th century was all about profit and greed, and I can just list out Tons of organizations that have been caught cheating. Uh, well, Fargo, uh, Uber, uh, you know, Volkswagen, you know, you pick up every day. So leaders need to be much more focused on developing great people and great organizational cultures that deliver value to the customer, not just value to the shareholder, which was the mantra of the 20th century. Yes. So that's that's one of the key reasons why we wrote the book. People need that recipe on, on how to do that. This is nothing new. I mean, leadership literature is loaded with that concept. Uh, but now it's a must. We've got a great guest joining us today on Skype Audio, Dr. Sharkey, author of The Future Proof Workplace. And uh, this, tell us the six factors here igniting an unparalleled transformation of business across the globe. Yeah, well, the first one is what I, what I just uh, talked about, the, the, yes. the shift 
and what's required in, in, in leaders. The old brand of leadership is just not going to work, and we see it. When we have leaders that want to go back to the past, when we have leaders that uh, resist change, when we have leaders that um, don't see a positive future. By the way, people react to positivity. The brain, we know from studying the brain, that people react to a forward future goal. They react with anger, and we can see a lot of anger going on in the world when they get threatened and when they see the change happening in a way that um, they feel that their existing lifestyle is, is, is being threatened. And, you know, with artificial intelligence and everything else, to tell people that jobs are going to be staying when we know they're not, we need to be retooling and helping people learn new ways. There's 10,000 jobs going away all the time, and there's 10,000 jobs being created, and they're different and new and require different skills. So we need leaders that are less command and control, less, less self-centered, and more people-centered, more about engagement and involvement. We need cultures that are about empowerment, creativity, and innovation. Cultures that are based on fear are cultures that cause people to go underground, cause people to do unethical things in the name of profit, who are pressured to do unethical things, as in the case of Wells Fargo. Those cultures are just not going to exist. So that's a major shift that's happening. Purpose. Getting that sense of purpose. What is your purpose and what is the purpose of your organization? And is it just to make money? Or is it to really do develop clean water, to get better medications for people who are struggling with certain diseases? These are the things that we know are the basis of humankind and what make people really excited. So having a clear and compelling purpose not just a number. I can tell you there's so many CEOs that I've worked with over the years that will come out and talk to employees and say, this year we want to make $50 billion. Well, that's about as exciting and compelling purpose uh, as uh, a P. And, in fact, the research says that it really enervates people, not energizes people. So what is the purpose of your business? Uh, I have a good friend working in the cybersecurity business. and You know, their purpose is really to help people be safe in this new environment. And that's quite compelling because it is a very unsafe world out there in, in, in cyberspace. And then the other one is diversity and inclusion, which I said. We, you, you need an inclusive environment in your organization where people, no matter where they're from, what they, their religion is, what their age is, that they can feel a sense of belonging. That requires leaders who pay attention, who talk to people, who learn about people, and help people focus and work on, on issues and jobs where they can grow and learn. And then we have uh, the, the, the other aspect of uh, technology, of course. Um, you have to embrace technology today. Not embracing it is futile. Um, it's not going away. You can put all the rules and regulations you want in place. You can put all the controls you want in place. The cat is out of the bag and artificial intelligence is going to replace a lot of the jobs that we already have, and it's going to require us our whole rethinking of the relationship of man and human—not man, of humankind—with work. And I think that's the discussion we need to have. How are we going to educate people for this fast-paced, highly technological world? 
how are we going to keep people ready for those next jobs so we stay an innovative, creative uh, country who can really compete in this global stage? That's the real key. So not only do we have a digital revolution going on, we've got a human revolution going on, and we have to put the heart back into work and the heart back into relationships. That's the fifth factor. Relationships are going to become increasingly more important. Constructive relationships where people can work virtually, globally around the world. They can work in pods and on teams. They can disband and work with others. But building those relationships are essential. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Uh, Dr. Sharkey is with us. And uh, tell us a little bit about working with your co-author on this latest book. Well, that was a great experience. Um, Mariah and I come from different but similar backgrounds. She's a finance leader, and I've always been on the organization and people uh, side. And she realized that that in order to get anything done in an organization, it wasn't just about the money and the finances. You really had to engage people, and you had to get, as she says, you had to get the people bit right. And, you know, she's been in her, she's on her fifth career now, uh, as I am. You know, I've worked for many organizations. I have worked in many, many different roles. And uh, we just connected at an author's summit. Uh, Morag has written a couple better books, as, as I have as well. And uh, we put our heads together about what we were learning, what we were seeing, what our research was saying to us, um, what our all the interviews that we did with CEOs and major gurus and educators around the world and, and said, this is something we need to write about. This is really important if you want to survive in the 21st century. We've got a great guest with us today. Joins us live here on Skype Audio. Dr. Sharkey is with us. Now, uh, what do you want readers to take away from your writing of this latest book? Well, I'd like them to take away that there, is, there are things that they can do, uh, and they have to do it now. They should obviously get a copy of the book. It's loaded with case studies, and it's loaded with uh, recipes and a roadmap for what they need to do. In fact, we have two quick quizzes. Uh, which are on the website, www.teacherproofworkplace, uh, that you could take and see where you're most vulnerable around those six factors that I spoke about, not only from your personal career, but also from your business perspective. What is your culture? Is it a con- culture of control and fear, or is it a culture of engagement? What would people say about you as a leader? And what do you say about you as a leader? Do you have a clear and compelling purpose for yourself, or is it really just to make more money and to get that next promotion? So it's really tips and tools for you to make sure that you are not obsolete uh, and that you're not hit by a tsunami and that your business is not hit by a tsunami and that you can not only survive, but you can thrive in this what can be and will be a very exciting era for those who embrace the change and will be deadly for those that don't. We've got a great guest with us today. Dr. Sharkey joins us here in our broadcast, uh, co-author of The Future Proof Workplace. And she joins us today here on Skype Audio, here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy to discuss this incredible, incredible book. Uh, what... With this book, what was what was some of the challenges that you and your co-author went through in, in putting this book together? 
Well, I would say one challenge was, um, you know, it's always a challenge having uh, two authors writing, but we were very um, compatible in terms of how we, we saw the world and how we saw our research uh, shaping. One of the challenges, things are moving so quickly um, that even the impact of artificial intelligence at the time that we were writing the book has, has catapulted even more in six months. I mean, we were talking about uh, driverless cars, um, trucks that will drive themselves across the country, how businesses will be disintermediated as a result. It's going to change, uh, you know, how the power of structures around the world, all those kinds of things. And some of that is really happening. Uh, and it's going to be here before we know it. We already have self-driving cars, and, and uh, we already have tests and pilots going on. Uh, we have an airplane that can fly around the world with solar panels. Uh, think about it. You know, if, if, if the world operates on renewable uh, uh, energy, what is that going to do to the power structure around the world? So all of these things are in play, and I think that's why we're in such turbulent times, because there are many people that don't want the world to change, and many people that want things to go back as they were, but it's never going to go back, (laughs) and it never has gone back Yes, Uh, since the beginning of time. Why do we want people working in crummy jobs when when a robot can do it, and they can have a more fulfilling job and a more fulfilling career? And that's, I guess that's that's the big thing. I've never understood why why people have this obsession with we need to go back to, to what it was. Because it's like, you're right. It's never going to go back to what it was. No. Once, once something has been changed, you know, it has changed forever. And uh, that's, that's, a, that's a, a, a fact of, of history and a fact of physics, frankly. So... You know, to, to to not build organizations that are addressing the future and not train people and help people learn on the job through apprenticeships. Apprenticeships are all going to come back. We need to build school systems around, uh, you know, technical jobs. I mean, you can't learn to be a car mechanic today by working at a gas station. You used to be able to do that. Exactly. You can't work at a gas station. The only thing you know how to do is to put the flushing stuff in the slurping machine, uh, you don't know how to fix a car. You know, you've got to, cars are complicated um, machines today. They're com- big computers. We need to train people how to do that. We need to put vocational training back in. Homes are much more complicated. Homes have got brains of their own. You know, we need people that can come in and, and uh, handle the, the technological aspects of, of the homes of the future. And, the, and these are going to need you know, vocational skills, and we've gutted that from our school system, and we have to turn that back in, and we've got to get partnerships with businesses to help train people, and then we need people with, with liberal arts degrees, and we need people, we need to start looking at people who get nano degrees, who get certificates, who get real-time education through MOOCs and other things, instead of closing our mind that somebody's got to have a, uh, you know, 18 years in, in school, 18 years is, a, is, a, is a, a lifetime in today's world. So you've got to be rethinking all of those things to get people prepared so that they can have 
We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on Skype Audio here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. And uh, with, with, with the book, what's been some of the different reviews you've gotten on the book so far? Oh, uh, t- a ton of uh, great reviews on the book. People are loving it. It's selling uh, like hotcakes. And I encourage people to get it from our website, place because it is uh, discounted from there. People love the book because it's hitting a chord, all the right notes. It's practical, it's actionable, and it helps people really see a path forward, not only for themselves, but for their organization. I was just in Berlin giving a speech on the book, and um, I couldn't get out of the room, really. It was uh, just a great experience. I'm doing workshops for uh, the top 200 people uh, of major corporations around the U.S. and around the world. Um, you know, we had some sessions where we can, you know, where I take people through some thinking about how do they make them more inclusive, what are some of the things that are holding them back, what are the stereotypical boosts that have kept women and, frankly, others uh, from making the strides that we all thought that people would make in the, the latter part of the uh, 20th century. So it's really been phenomenal how it's been received. Very exciting. We've got a uh, great guest with us this week here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Uh, Dr. Sharkey joins us. And, uh, Doctor, as we let you go, uh, what, what exactly do you hope uh, to accomplish with the book? Well, we hope to get people to understand that the future is bright. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.